0: Yeah, that sounds about right. Watch out!
1: (laughs) Boy, you are not ready. Do what you were born to do. You are a hero.
0: Finishing this fight.
2: Well, here we are with episode 24 of the Current Gen podcast. My name's Tim, here with Derek and Dan. Good evening. What's up?
1: That's still relevant, right? What's up? No. Nah? Okay. No. Just aging, no. just totally making everyone yep. aware how old we are.
2: Yep, basically. Uh so before we get too into other conversations, we we actually have a topic from last week that's going to carry over to this week that we're going to jump into. But before we get there, It's time to revisit a segment called sold in 60 seconds, but we're actually going to be a little lenient with that time. We're not going to set a timer just basically sold in a short amount of time. We'll call it, (laughs) uh, Mr. Freitas needs to get some things off of his chest. Sold Uh, in three, figuratively, figuratively off of his chest. Um, so Dan, take it away, man.
1: Okay. Uh, and I already discussed with Tim, so I have free reign to swear as much as I want. As many <laughs> times. No, Here come all the little Navi. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Um, So, you know what? I'm really sick and hey. tired of. I'm tired of all of these people. And I mean, there's various things that I'm sick and tired of, but I'm going to specifically discuss uh, uh, show, game showcases and presentations um, and people having expectations. I think I made like a, a snarky comment last time about it um the fact that companies even have to point out like hey listen on this barometer you need to be this level of excited just so you guys know so you don't tweet at us death threats and all of this nonsense because cool. clearly when it comes to video games you need to threaten someone's life that's you know the bare minimum of what you need to do obviously is just threaten someone's life so hmm. um listen video games are supposed to be a fun thing Um, It's supposed to be a hobby. You can either really love that hobby or it's a casual hobby. That's fine. Um, But it's just video games. So when someone presents something to you, it's okay to dislike it and it's okay to love it. But you don't have to make such a big deal about it um, to the point where you just are an adult who doesn't know how to really exercise his feelings in a mature way, um, in a way that is coherent. Like if you want to have a conversation about it, like if you're like zero out of 10 about that presentation, that's fine. But like, you're going to go on the internet and you're just gonna be like, well, that was terrible or that sucked or that was stupid. It's like, you're not contributing anything. You're just, you're just injecting negativity out into the ether. Um, and that doesn't really matter. Like what's even the point of that? You're literally just saying words just to piss people off, obviously, or you're just that, sad in your life that you just want to bring other people into your negativity. Um, and it's just not helpful. There's nothing bored. to do with that. Like if, if you want to have a dialogue, then at least like, you know, at least add something to that. Like, well that sucked because X, Y, and Z. And then you can have a conversation about it. Maybe it can be interesting. Maybe your opinion changes. Maybe it doesn't, but you still had an interesting conversation. Um, but to just sit there and be furious and, and just like, again, like, threaten people or just one two word things. It, there's no just there's no point of that. And and stop having expectations about things that really ultimately don't matter. I mean, I I love video games. It's my favorite hobby, but it ultimately doesn't matter. You know what matters? Um your health. Uh your well being, you know, <laughs> having a job so you can feed your family and yourself and a roof over your head. Those are things that matter. You know, going to the dentist so you have teeth. That matters. Going to the doctor, making sure you're healthy, that matters. Video games, you know, even like I was just telling Tim, like growing up, video games are very important to me. Um, Just a deep connection with video games. That's why you cry all the time. That's why I cry all the time. Very emotional. But uh, (laughs) And now I'm being emotional about a bunch of assholes who want to (laughs) go on the internet. and and, just end it with you crying. I was just just going (laughs) to get it out of my system. Um, but yeah, no, it's just, you know, it's just annoying because it's like it's just a fun thing that you're supposed to watch. If you don't like it, that's fine. But like just keep it to yourself because just simply saying negative things isn't helpful in any way, shape, or form. You're just adding negativity to what is already a stressful, you know, energy out in the world right now with the pandemic and everything and just everyday life. So it's just not so, helpful.
2: So I'm curious, are you is this specifically brought on by the reaction to the recent state of play? or has it kind of built up from reactions to xbox and nintendo's
1: recent directs as well well it's really just all of them right because it's it's always happened it's just always been a thing i mean even even like the 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 amazing one of uh seven remake uh the re-reveal of um what was it last guardian and then shenmue 3 actually being announced like I mean, that was amazing. That was an amazing, but you know, there were people out there that still were cynical and were like, "I mean, it was fine, I guess." I mean, it's like, no, that was amazing. You're you're a dummy, but like, it's fine if you thought that that was terrible. But at least, like, again, at least add something to the conversation as to why you think it's terrible. Instead, so
0: i have a I have a response. I I don't think uh I don't think you didn't sell your point because I I would say I agree naturally. I agree. You're not saying anything stupid. But I would say thanks. <laughs> uh, to add on to, like not add on to what you're saying, but more try to solve why this happens a lot. I've joined a couple, well, I was already in Podcast Unlocked. I just was never active. Like I never went in there. Um, but that's a pretty big group. I think it's got eleven or 12,000 fans in there. And then I joined Podcast Beyond this past week. And I've been a little bit more active in there. Honestly, I've always liked Beyond more than Unlocked, but that's near here. neither here nor there. It doesn't really matter. But it's a bigger group too. But I left a lot of the big groups, I meaning I didn't pay attention to them because of stuff like that, oh, yeah. like what you're talking about. And here's my take on it, especially being in a, a Beyond this week. I really feel like... Look, everybody wants attention. Everybody. I don't care how secure and mature and all those things you are. Everybody wants attention. Obviously, there's levels. Some people have to have it because they're so insecure and they need validation. And some people are just like, yeah, it's just natural. It comes yeah, and goes. True. But I think a lot of this uh, social media has is helping bring out what's already buried inside a lot of people. And that's They need attention, whether it be negative or positive, because I see a lot of people post in these big groups where all their posts are clearly written in a way that they just want positive attention. They want to look like (laughs) they're somebody who's really into other people, like showing them stuff when they really don't care. They just want you to like their post and comment on it. And then there's other people that comment on things that Dan's talking about where it's like. State of play was trash. Xbox is unlocked or, or Xbox's reveal of Halo, garbage. And like, that's all they're going to say. And I think they do say that. Yes, I'm not saying that they don't really believe that, but I really think a lot of people say things to get reactions out of people. Sure. Um, I know how to do that. Most people know how to do that. <laughs> yes, it, you it's do. Called, it's called <laughs> with that.
2: I said, yes, you do.
0: Yes, I do. <laughs> it's called trolling, and even when people think or know you're trolling, they'll still a lot of times feed the troll. But my, my major point is I think people do this because they just want attention. And this is the best way. Like, If you'll notice, just do this. This is how you'll know I'm not just saying something cool. Go into any post that's popular, that's gotten a lot of comments, and then look at who responds to what comment. So meaning if I, go into a, if I go into a post and say, I totally agree with the OP and it's not a controversial post. I agree with OP. Cool. Nobody's going to like my comment. Nobody is even going to respond to me. But if I go into a post and write OP is an idiot or something like snappy. This is a
2: trash take.
0: Yeah. This is a trash take. Watch how people respond. Yep. Even yep. I'm guilty. If I see somebody being <laughs> that I consider that ignorant, I will go in and make like a witty comment to try to make them look stupid because I will look at it as you're trying to make the OP look dumb. Now I'm going to try to make you look dumb. And then you get in the back and forth. But anyways, my point is, is it all comes down to people wanting attention in mm-hmm. these groups and, and on social media, everybody trying to be, Witty, or make that comment that gets attention, even if they don't even a hundred percent believe in what they're saying.
1: It's a popularity contest to a certain yes, and I
0: will say just to throw a little science into it: it is scientifically proven that we are naturally—I'm talking we as in humanity, so all of us—naturally negative. Meaning it is we are drawn to being negative. It actually takes effort and energy. And discipline
1: yeah, to practice.
0: have a positive aspect or a positive outlook on life. You have to
2: actually have to. practice that. It's crazy. You have to actually yeah, work you on. You have it. to you have to practice to be
0: positive because yep. if you don't and you're just lazy, you'll give in to negativity because it's natural.
2: So basically, what Daniel was complaining about was a bunch of lazy jerks, people who watch the video <laughs> game stuff. But they're just kind of lazy. Those reactions are lazy. And I agree with that take. That's very and, and very what Daniel's
0: take. really trying to say is he hates fat people, because fat people are lazy.
1: <laughs>
2: All right. Well, yeah.
1: I mean, if that you want good. to really distill it to something so simple. <laughs> I,
2: I uh no, I agree with that. I agree with both of those takes. That's a hundred percent true. It's interesting that you do have the opposite of trolling now, where it used to be you just say the contradictory or inflammatory thing to get the response. But I think you're right. There's an the opposite version of that. Where you say the current cultural winning thing to get a response, to get the applause, to get the approval. That's also a thing as well. So well, That's what yeah. they have.
0: What is a group think? That's a, like a popular group thing think. to say. Yeah. Yeah. It's where if you can just think like the group, then you're accepted by the group. And it's all true. It's not like BS. Like Even in your work environment, you yeah. will... Withdraw from saying certain things because you don't want to be rejected by the group. So The hive mind.
2: Everyone's supposed to be of one hive mind. Yeah. Yeah. That was still one of my favorite quest lines back in the old Star Wars, the old Republic game, was when you had to take on this hive thing that kept taking over minds. Anyway, sorry, got sidetracked (laughs) by video game stuff. Um, Speaking of video game stuff, uh, Derek, you playing anything this week? Or even if you just want to mention it briefly, if you've already talked about it a lot, or if there's something that you want to dig into, anything you're playing this week?
0: um the only thing new that i actually jumped into was gears tactics i did play a little bit after seeing uh tim post about it and then obviously talk about it last week on our show um so i played a little bit i i, I think it's a good game but i just i don't know i'm not into tactical games anymore i played for like 45 minutes and at first I was like, this is pretty cool and then I was like as I was playing I was like I just want to shoot things so I really just want to play gears like it's the a whole big
2: commitment that game is just like Xcom you have to really want to play it yep yeah
0: and I used to I really did used to like tactical games but I have definitely gotten away from it like every once in a while I'll get an itch like I what was the game that I kept telling you to play the one with the duck and the hog? so it's it's basically like a mutant,
2: a mutant, mutant uh um, yeah mutant zero or something like that something like that. yeah
0: i got into that one for a while and i put in a good amount of hours for that um but then that was just like a short-lived thing where i was like oh this is super cool and then i never went back to it because they're just not my they're not my go-to like i'm not gonna stay with them i'm not gonna beat them in fact when gears tactics was being talked about and they were like i think they said it was like a 60 hour story i was like <laughs> I'm excited for this game, but there's no way I'm sticking around for sixty hours. Yeah,
2: I've already put uh, twenty five I was gonna talk about I was not gonna talk about this one this week anyway, but I'll just mention I've put I think twenty, twenty five hours into it and I'm just now at the boss of act two. That's which true. if this is if this is like other Gears games, I've got I think four or five acts to get through, right? Jeez. Something like that. So it's,
0: all Gears games are five acts except the last one was four acts. So assuming the, six they that they made same, longer acts than yeah, they have made.
2: Assuming this sticks to that same format, then yeah, it's it's gonna be a long haul. Um, but I do still like it. But it, I totally get like, listen, it's a commitment to play this game. It is, and it's yeah. not easy either. By the time you get into Act Two, the battles like Act One, the battles are relatively easy and pretty fun. There's a really fun fight against a big old monster at the end of Act One that's pretty epic, uh, and it's not too difficult. You don't you will not die very much. Act Two, you start dying more, and now I'm at the boss, and this boss is super annoying. So anyway,
0: and then there's a couple other things I want to. The- to just mention real quick, still working my way through Ghost of Tsushima. I'm in Act Two still, but I'm further in. I love this game, man. I really think it's gonna end up being the game that I say is my favorite of all time. Um, all time, huh? Yeah, wow. I think I don't, I don't hold on to past generations, like, you, you get nostalgia. Like, there's games that are special to me, like I've talked about before, Mortal Kombat 2. Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic. But to sit there and say, my favorite game of all time is Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, go back and try to play it.
2: And it cannot be moved. Yeah.
0: yeah, I can't. I can't hold on I to this game. Same thing with Mortal Kombat, too. Like, I bought that arcade. I started playing it. And I'm like, God, I cannot play this game anymore. Um, but it's still near and dear to my heart. But anyways, I just think Ghost of Tsushima so far, just world... Gameplay, all the things I care about. Also, absolutely love the the armor that I'm unlocking and and just the level up system. Yeah, it's like Horizon Zero Dawn just taken to a little bit deeper level when it comes to the yeah. level up system and all that. Yeah. All the the I, I would say all the upgrades are actually useful, even if they weren't things that I normally would use. Like, I'll give an example, smoke bombs. I never use smoke bombs in any type of game. Those are awesome in this game. Because normally those are like a stealth tactic. This game gives you 100% reason to use them in an easy way that you don't even have to be that stealthy. Like, run into a crowd, drop a smoke bomb, and just start annihilating guys. It's super fun. Hey, without Um, being
2: spoilery, did you get... um, There's some armor connected with your family. Did you get that and level uh, it up at all? Yeah. That armor That's looks one. cool.
0: That was actually pretty cool because I, I got that armor and already had everything stored up. I actually maxed it out as soon as I got yeah. the armor.
2: That's a cool looking armor set. And then I went over to the black uh, armor or die guy. You know, he does oh, yeah. the black the black die. And um, I got this called, with that particular armor set, it's called the Lord of Night. And it's just completely a black version of that armor with the, just the white symbol. Oh, it looks so cool! Yeah. It looks really, really cool. But I'm with you, man. Ghost of Tsushima has very little that I can say negative about it. It is so fun. Um, it's a massive game. It's one of those games where it's like, it's so worth the $60. It makes you look at other games you spent $60 on and go, what was I thinking? Spending 60 on that. Um, but anyway, it's so, so good. It's cool to hear that you're enjoying it that much. It's it's going to be right at the top, and it's going to have a hard fight with a few other games for my favorite game of the year, I think. It's so, so but Yeah, fun. I would
0: say definitely... It has to be this is why it gets hard because I'm going to go, oh, it's going to be my game of the year. And I'm talking about it being my favorite game. But then I just literally played back to back The Last of Us 2. And as I played that, I was like, this might be the greatest game. I mean, that's what's crazy about 2020. Like 2020 was absolute trash. And then I played back to back two games that I could easily (laughs) say they're the best games I've ever played.
2: A couple of bangers. Yep, and they're so, both um and then the only
0: thing I'll add on I want to talk about this a little bit is Horizon Zero Dawn on PC. I know I talked about it last week. The game is kind of a mess and I'm going on uh Google like almost every day typing in Horizon Zero Dawn patch because I'm hoping there's going to be some type of announcement like hey, we've heard your concerns, we're going to patch this game. Yeah. Um because here's the- no? What's that? I thought they did. They patched it day one. They did not fix the no, biggest... No, I meant like I,
1: I thought they were like, hey, we're listening to you. We're aware of this. We're going to take care of it. Like,
0: Yeah, but I haven't seen anything. Oh, no. okay.
1: Because there's actually... So
0: last week I talked about how, you know, it's not optimized. That that's, that's 100% true. That has not changed. But this actually is not game-breaking, but it does impact the actual game in a negative way. And that is as I was talking about with Ghost Tsushima you level up your character. Horizon Zero Dawn, you also level up your character. But there are certain uh certain te- techniques that you can unlock or whatever they're called, skills that you can unlock uh-huh. that you cannot use in the PC version. So anything that what? that is Yeah, anything that uses slow time, like aiming uh, your arrows, yeah, does yeah, not yeah. work. It does not activate. So you can actually
2: use your skill point on it and then try to use it and it just doesn't work. It doesn't work. So I've been
0: trying to avoid those, but you're also semi-forced to unlock some of them to actually get to other stuff. So that's kind of stupid. And let's be honest, Horizon Zero Dawn is not the most difficult game in the world if you know how to play it the first time I played it. I did struggle with it because... It is built off of stealth, and you do need to use your brain when you're first playing this game. I know these beasts now, so I know their weaknesses. I know how to fight them. I know what to do. So it is easier for me now. But if I was playing this game for the first time, and then I unlock the slowdown skill, and I can't use it, that would make this game way more difficult. because. on the... uh,
2: the Frozen Wilds DLC did get tougher, by the way. Just as a yes. side note, that was much tougher, even for someone who knows the game pretty well.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. that I do remember that one being annoying, especially in the beginning. They yep. throw something right at you. Yep. Um, so, anyways, that's a bit frustrating. As far as playing around with the game, I do want to say, and this is this is crazy, but I want to share it. I'm sure people aren't going to believe me, but trust me, I messed around with my systems and my displays like every five seconds. I just like testing stuff. So I was talking about how I don't really like playing Horizon Zero Dawn on 4K. I actually prefer the 1440p experience because I can get the game to 60 frames per second, um, which is definitely preferred over 30 frames per second. But I can tell the difference in like visuals. Like I actually, and I tested on my PS4 Pro, I feel like the PS4 Pro version looks better, which is sad that I'm buying a PC version and then saying, well, my PS4 Pro looks better. So I actually um, decided, well, I was like curious, what would it be like if I was to play this game on my really, really nice PlayStation 3D display? It is only 1080p and 60 frames or 60 hertz, but it's got a really, really nice picture. And I booted up Horizon Zero Dawn 1080p. I can hit anywhere from 60 60 to 90 frames per second based off of my uh, settings. I'm doing 60, obviously, because of uh, my monitor being limited to 60. But this game on this monitor looks absolutely phenomenal. This proves to me that while P's are very important, they are on tinier screens they don't like 1080p versus 4k does not really matter and then also it also shows me how important lighting is like i talk about my 4k monitor all the time being amazing because of all the nits i don't talk about that just because it's like numbers to brag about like i see how they change the way a game looks so This this little PlayStation display, which, by the way, is still really expensive. Like, if you were to go look for a used one and try to buy it, people are selling it for, like, $700. Whoa.
1: So that's
0: how good this screen is. Like PS3 really
1: good screen. Is that that PS3 yeah. bundle? Is it that one?
0: Yeah, it's the one that – it was the 3D PlayStation yeah. display that oh, came in. yeah, out. I remember like, that. over
1: 10 years old. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. And it has, like, technical
0: issues. Like, I have two of them. I own two of them. Okay. And one of them overheats. So I pulled the one out of the garage that the kids were like, it overheats, dad. And I'm just testing it on there to see if it will overheat. Um, But my other one works fine. And that's the main one I've been using for Ghosted. By the way, Ghosted Tsushima looks better on the 1080p than it does on 4K. Because, again, you got to remember, for people that are like, Derek, you're full of crap played on 1080p before yes you've probably played on a big screen i am talking about smaller tighter screens just like we've talked about with the switch the switch is 720p but you put it on that tiny tight screen it does not look 720p it looks that's why stuff like
2: the witcher and those games in my mind on in portable mode are actually pretty fantastic looking um it's when you try to launch that up onto the big screen that you go all right i'll use my xbox
0: horizon zero dawn at 1080p on my bigger screens it will look average to trash this is on these smaller (laughs) screens that have a very very good lighting and by the way the playstation display was created before hdr existed so it doesn't have hdr but i'm gonna tell you there is no way they do not use some type of hdr technology because it is beyond vibrant I mean, it does not even need HDR. It looks better. Nice. I just wish people could see it because I think they'd be like, wow, this looks really good. But yeah. anyway, so it's pretty cool to be able to to switch to these different type of screens and see how really, really vibrant and cool they look and how good Horizon Zero Dawn looks. But very pretty game, very fun to play. I'm actually really far into it. I'm like a level 15. Not far into it like I'm going to beat it, but like I'm moving along and and, and just really enjoying that game and ghost is nice. just
2: seeking out the most sweet. By the way, side note, you talk about slowing down time. One of my favorite skills I unlocked in ghost. I don't, I don't use it a ton. I usually use the sword, but I do like sometimes pulling out the bow and arrow and seeing how many guys I can take out as they rush wow. me before yeah. they get close. <laughs> there was one battle up on a boat. There's a number of missions that take you out to a boat to battle. And these guys all came busting out of this one door. Yeah. So I pulled up my bow and arrow, activated the time slowdown. And I have that skill. Maybe it's a charm. I can't remember what it is that every headshot you get, it adds a little bit uh, of time back on. And so it stayed in slow-mo because I was just like headshot. It was just one of those moments where you're just kind of awesome. in the zone. And so I just hit headshot all those guys, and it stayed in slow-mo the whole time. It was one of the coolest moments. I didn't use my sword once. took out nice. that entire crew. It was so awesome. But Master Again, bone. Ghost of Tsushima keeps making me feel way cooler than I am in real life. Uh, oh, yeah. Dan, what's some stuff that you're playing and it looks like maybe even watching?
1: Um, so I'm um, surprised neither of you had uh, tried the Avengers beta. I don't know if you have, or yes, no? I
2: have, I have not tried it yet, no.
1: Okay. I, I have. Okay. Um, I didn't, like, play too, too much, but I did do... Um, so, the beta opens up with the uh, the intro that they showed when they initially um, unveiled mm-hmm. the game. So, on the bridge, like, that section, where you pretty much get to try out all the Avengers. Um, mm-hmm. And then the first, like, I guess, mission is probably within, like, I'm, I'm assuming the first hour of the game, um, where you're... Uh, Bruce Banner and uh, Miss Marvel or Kamala. Yep. Um, so I, I think altogether I played about 45 minutes. Um, so I would say as far as the combat goes, I pretty much agree with what most of the sites are saying that the combat's kind of um, uninspired, but hmm. I still think um, considering it's like, its I mean, it's an Avengers game. There hasn't been an Avengers game up until now. So it's pretty cool playing as these different characters. Some of the characters do feel more fun to play. So obviously, mm-hmm. depending on what your style of gameplay is, some are going to speak to you more than others. Um, like some some people were saying Hulk is just kind of like, they usually like brute characters, but Hulk was boring. I actually really liked Hulk because the, the first move I did is I, I grabbed a dude by the face and then I swung him at his buddies. And then I just was, like, bashing him in the ground, which is pretty fun. Yeah, I'm on board with that. Um, so <laughs> that was pretty cool. And then on the bridge, there was, um, like, a running sequence. So he was kind of a – you, and they marked the, the, the jump-off points as red. So you were jumping and then latching onto a wall and then jumping onto another wall and then jumping onto the surface again to continue to the next section. And that actually felt really cool. Okay. Um, and Does it feel, do, you,
2: do you ever play that old hulk game you just reminded yeah, yeah. me when you mentioned that yeah. there's an old like ps2 hulk game i want to yeah. say not,
1: was it ultimate destruction or something i
2: think so yeah. it, it wasn't an amazing game but i remember it was so much fun to run yeah. around and smash stuff
1: yeah, yeah it's not open world obviously whereas okay. that was um yeah. but like yeah no i do remember actually really enjoying that game yeah. um so it's like similar vibes really
2: satisfying control of hulk right there where you're just jumping from building to building grabbing tanks and all that stuff and this actually
1: feels even better so and surprisingly black widow was actually pretty fun to use um i think i think my least favorite was honestly thor thor kind of didn't feel he didn't feel as strong as he should i think
0: that was what i was gonna actually say is um I don't know if they're going to explain it in the story somehow, but it's like, why is Thor taking like three or four hits to knock these guys out when he really should be just one-shotting all these
1: guys? Well, I mean, technically Hulk is punching certain dudes and it's taking a few hits too, but I think that's just more the video game part. Like, it's a game, so RPG elements. It's an RPG. It well, takes a they're gonna
0: have to. I would imagine they're gonna have to explain it somehow, like, yeah, their
1: that, power that's why he's great. not
2: at full power, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Plus, if you're gonna be unlocking new abilities or anything like that, they would have to explain that.
2: So, tell me about what they have with loot in this beta so far. Do you get a good feeling for what the loot system is like?
1: I mean, it's just like, oh, it, so it'll show like when you go into the menu, it shows like the image of what it is, but like, there's nothing, there's nothing unique about it. It's not like, um. It's not like with Destiny how the weapons all look very unique. Okay. Um from, from as far as I can tell, I don't know if with well, Iron Man it's a bit more specific.
2: Did.
1: The what? Okay. So, the way it
0: works and I watched, I think either a video or read an article, I would imagine I watched the video since I hate reading. But <laughs> whoever the guy, yeah, it was a video, I think it was an IGN guy. He was like, "Hey, I have a complaint about this game. So, you're trying to sell me this melee destiny type game but you're yeah. you're missing the point of what makes destiny great and that is yes you're leveling up your power but you're changing the way your character looks every time you do it yeah and this game does not do that like you can unlock new skins and all that stuff right. but it changes the way your character looks but if i if i put on a different armor or whatever my character stays the same yeah. so the only thing that's changing Is the number got it, but not your character, which is like the Marvel
2: Avengers uh, Ultimate Alliance game. I should not Avengers, but the Marvel Ultimate Alliance game is the same way, right? You can equip these different crystals and stuff to power yourself up, but it was like you're going to look the way that your character that you're using looks, and that's just I don't know if that's a licensing thing that they can't breach, or I don't know what that's about. A lot of times, like
0: I know when Mortal Kombat made the Mortal Kombat vs DC game they couldn't do certain things to the DC characters. So that's yeah, why they're, they're very
2: stingy. Yep. Games that didn't
0: Fatalities and stuff is because they weren't allowed to, even though we all know when you kill a character in Mortal Kombat with a fatality, they're not dead. But DC <laughs> has a rule. Like you can't like kill them. So it's really stupid. And that's yeah, why that's they true. actually made injustice games. Cause they're like, let's just make our own DC fighting game. But Eliminate the fatalities because everybody hated Mortal Kombat versus DC.
2: It's basically a teen version, right? I mean it's not a yeah. inter Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so I have some thoughts on that and I was gonna actually talk about it real quick. I won't go into it too deep because I kinda I agree with a lot of what Daniel said. The only thing is I don't get to complain about the uninspired combat. I feel well, I'm not like that
1: it's bad. It's just it doesn't feel like each character kind of actually feels the same except for like just very specific. Like Hulk is obviously like a big brute character, but like they all have a dash move. They all have the square 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 move. They all have the square square triangle move. They have the L1 well, R1 move like and just kind see, of all I of this group. Disagree of
0: there because I didn't like the way certain characters felt, yet I thought Captain America was absolutely phenomenal to use. Like I used him for one scene and I was like, I just want to keep using this guy. Like he feels quick, but powerful. Hulk feels extremely slow, very powerful, but extremely slow to where I actually didn't like using Hulk. I thought Black Widow was fun. I, I, I She was also quick and not powerful, but she yeah. was quick and, and, and was fun to use. Um, I didn't like Thor for the reasons I said. And but as far as when i say like i don't agree with the uninspired i feel like we're just getting a little taste and from the little taste it felt like marvel ultimate alliance but the big difference is instead of a camera being up high you're now down and into the game but you're still controlling these characters like you would control marvel ultimate alliance so is there
2: uh, any kind of like um shooting mechanics like black widow she used guns yeah. is that is that it's, part fun yeah
1: um okay. iron man has the blasters so i mean like there okay. are there are differences but i don't know i mean how was how the shooting like piece career, to, the but... combat like
2: how is the how was the uh the long distance combat compared to melee
1: it it felt fine i'm not saying so, that it feels yeah. bad by any means yeah
0: it's I just think I don't iron man i think iron man's was like if you like hit le- left trigger if i remember correctly it would almost kind of like auto lock hmm. whereas black widow when i was fighting a boss and I would hit left trigger, I believe, to aim. To aim yeah. I had to move the gun over to okay. the bot. It would not auto-lock on him, which I was actually expecting an auto-lock. Okay. So I don't know if I'm just remembering it wrong, but it seems like it just depends on the character or whether they're going to do some type of locking system or if you have to manually uh, aim these these type of weapons. But yeah, the air, uh, the air, the long range felt fine. Again... As far as, like, is this going to be semi-realistic to the Marvel world, I'm curious what they're going to do as far as how they're going to explain why they're not destroying these enemies
1: in 0.2 seconds and why they need to upgrade and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I really um, think it's just, like, it's a video game, so, like, you have to suspend your And game. they could technically yeah. do that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and then but like for me destiny explains it. Like destiny goes, "Hey, we're going to strip you of this and now you need to do this."
2: Yeah, they take um, away your guardian and all whatever not the guardian, your uh no, I already forget what they called already. The oh, light. Love- yeah, they take away the light. Thank you. Yeah. At the beginning, right? Yeah. So And they
0: pretty much do it every single time. Yeah. And so yeah. so they can still do a gamey gimmick by just saying, "Hey, by the way, we're stripping these guys of this power this way." Um but My thing that I was actually most surprised by was I felt like the voice acting and everything was actually really good. Oh, yeah. Well, they have some good
1: voice actors, so... Yeah,
0: Yeah. it seems like it could have, like, a cool, interesting campaign. Yeah. As far as overall, I'm on board. So I'm already looking. I'm already investigating and seeing if I can find a way to get a PC code cheaper. I'm not actually seeing it. Like, 99% of PC games I buy... I buy it at a discount and I'm not finding this. I game haven't yet.
2: found it either. I've been looking too. And um, by the way, speaking of PC, just real quick, because Dan, I want to ask you something else about Marvel real quick. But I downloaded the uh, the GOG Galaxy launcher. So basically, it's your, um, I forget what GOG even stands for off the top of my head for
1: some reason. Yeah, me too. Uh, But
2: anyway, it's a really popular service, of course. They always have really good deals. And they've got their own launcher, which you can sync up all of your other accounts. So I've got Xbox, PlayStation, Steam, Ubisoft, Origin, all my accounts synced up in there. And then it shows me anyone from my friends list. So, for example, I log into my PC. I saw that Freitas was playing Ghost of Tsushima. I saw that someone on Derek's account, I think, for, for Xbox was playing Fortnite. Like, I could just see everyone, like, what platform that I'm friends with on and what they're playing. And then I can launch any games that are part of those platforms. Like I I launched a Steam game. It just said, give us a second while we talk to Steam. And then it launched it from there. So it was really cool. Like I really dig that. If you have a PC, that GOG Galaxy launcher is really cool. But uh, so Freitas, uh, Derek says he's in. What about you? Are you, what are you, what you've played so far? I know you've said 45 minutes, but is that enough of a, positive takeaway that you're like i'm gonna get this game or are you gonna hold off what's your deal
1: yeah no i i still do think it seems like like story-wise it definitely actually seems interesting i I am kind of on board with what's going on i think the voice acting and, and the acting in general seems pretty solid um i just think i just wish maybe with the combat there was just a little i don't know maybe just a little bit more variety like kamala so kamala's thing is like she has um what is it she can kind of uh enlarge in certain parts of her body so like she has huge fists and she'll like stretch out almost like mr fantastic sorry Um, for a
2: second i just pictured kamala harris and i assumed she uses the dead body of joe biden just swings him around no absolutely it's actually exactly what
1: what it is okay all right cool cool (laughs) um but then and i forget i was listening to easy allies and they mentioned another character that basically almost it seemed like it was a similar a- animation as kamala swinging her fist and oh, then i'm picturing spider-man which i know we're going to discuss later i'm picturing him doing a swinging move with the web that will be the same animation just not a fist that Kamala's doing so gotcha. i'm kind of speaking to that is what i mean is it, it almost just seems like they're like cutting and pasting like Across the board, with certain characters, the move is yeah. basically the same. It just looks different aesthetically because, like Spider-Man does webs, and Kamala has wings, yeah. and you sure. know, so which it,
2: they which they definitely do that in a game like Marvel Ultimate Alliance. And I'm not sure. at all hinting that this game is should be the same or similar. Yeah. And I'm not, but that one certainly does it. But at least I am totally expecting that because I treat the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games almost the same way I treat one of the Marvel Lego games. This is good kind of arcade, shallow fun. Like I don't expect anything much. And so when they do add a little bit of complexity, I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. You can upgrade that. But otherwise, so when Hulk has pretty much the same move as when you're using Venom and you have him powered up as the big strong Venom and they kind of have very similar moves. Yeah. It doesn't bother me because I, I I know what I'm getting. Yeah. But I see what you're saying. It's a smaller roster. Yeah. You want it to be more tailor made with each character. Yeah, and, and it's really mm-hmm.
1: ultimately just a nitpicky thing. Like I'm not actually like super bothered by it. I'm just I was just more saying like that seems to be like kind of like across the board yeah. a a main complaint with the websites and I almost guess...
2: like ghost of Tsushima with auto targeting. I or with uh, lock on. I got you. Yeah, no, got sure. You. Yeah, no, yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of lazy price no, and <laughs> <kidding. laughs> <laughs> uh, no but it actually does seem pretty fun and um yeah i think it'll be pretty solid um it'll be a definitely a fun game to play with friends if you're super into marvel like this game i think is going to sell very well unless like across the board it scores super poorly it but... doesn't seem
2: like it will they seem like yeah. they're very open to let people try it out i think they're pretty confident in the product they're going to put out so yeah that's uh that's a good sign um yeah. was there anything else from you dan
1: uh Well, so I finally finished Dark, all three seasons. Everything's done. I finished. It was wicked dark.
2: If I don't like the wicked scary guy. type of shows, should I stay away from it? Or is it yeah. more just confusing? It's not
1: scary at all. Um, okay. It's so... It,
2: it's just it, twisted.
1: Yeah, so it, it's funny because I kept saying how it feels like school because there's just so much information that it's like you feel like you need to take notes so you understand what's going on. Yeah. And up until season two, so, like, I definitely was following a lot of the major threads, I think, for the most part. Um, there definitely were things that it's, like, I don't really know what's going on there. But then other things happen, and it's connected to the first season. So, you're like, oh, that's super cool how they just tied that back to some of that other mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but then the last 20 seconds, Tim, just completely throws a lot of stuff right out the window.
2: The last season?
1: Yeah. Because, <laughs> oh, like, geez. so uh, a lot of the main things they say is... um Uh, everything is connected and the beginning is the end and the end is the beginning. Um, And they try to like, just really have this sort of like theme of like, there's just a connection. There's a lot of connection. Everything's connected. And then like something happens at the end of season two and it just throws this whole other wrench into the mix. So then you're having to balance that out with the stuff that you've already witnessed happen. And it's just, it gets so unbelievably complicated, but I don't even care. I think just the (laughs) journey was really fun. Nice. Um, I, I watched a couple of videos after just, to of people that I thought maybe did keep track of what was going on more than I was to kind of maybe piece things, t- uh, together that I maybe missed. Um, yep. Yep. and even, even they kind of like skipped certain aspects, like there's one specific thing that happened in season two that I still don't fully understand. And I think it just can't be possible. It's a paradox to me, but like they talk about this, it's called a bootstrap paradox, in the, uh, in the show, which is like, so one example is, so somebody creates a time machine or they, they, they get a, uh, somebody knocks at the door, they look at, at the door, there's a book on the ground, how to build a time machine. So you read the book, you learn how to build the time machine. And when you build it, you bring the book with you. And actually you are the one that dropped the book off at the doorstep. Oh so,
2: dude. It, some of all oh, that time travel stuff just oh, twist appeared, my mind. right because it's like yeah. when
1: did that actually start though like how do you even explain how that started because like there has to be a beginning right because it's like how did it just how did it get there like when you're thinking yeah. about it it's like it doesn't make sense but like it's like oh it's it's this thing that people theorize it's a paradox it's like i don't even understand so there's yeah. something in, in the show that happens that's basically within that sort of theory and i'm right. like it doesn't make sense it's not possible <laughs> i don't understand like but it's, it's not like the time
2: travel going on in, in end game where it's kind of like, just accept it. It's fine. Yeah. 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 It's not like it, that.
1: It's yeah. just it, but it's still super interesting. Like I yeah. I'm thinking like it's interesting and it's fun to think about and like kind of cool. theorize. And yeah, I, I think nice. it's like, it's honestly one of my favorite shows I've ever watched. So nice. yeah. It's is really this
2: fun. the end of the series or is this yeah. just right now? Season three is no, it, it might yeah, continue. It had,
1: yeah. It had a clean cut ending. Like they, oh. they, resolved kind of. everything so it's yeah. kind
2: of nice to know like hey there's three seasons of the show it tells a full story that's yeah. cool i like that I yeah like yeah
1: that. yeah it's very it's absolutely if you're into like sci-fi and and time travel and just wacky stories and, and things that are complex and you're like i really want to pay attention and and this all these characters it's very interesting i think it's absolutely worth watching so nice yeah.
2: Derek says no. I say nice. Uh, a couple you, things man. I'm playing. So I tried the, um, I don't know, if, I think it's considered be- that it's in beta. So I'm trying out Hyperscape from okay. Ubisoft. Yeah. Um, It's a really pretty game, but it 100% is Fortnite, like first person. It's a little bit sure. Fortnite, a little bit Apex Legends because you've got the first person. Is that the it's one that looks lot-
1: like it actually has like a deep story? Is it that one? Well,
2: they, yeah, they claim that there's like, It's almost um, Ready Player One, where the story is about people who go into this game world, but there's something sinister going on with the folks who run that game, and so you need to keep playing the game to uncover these secrets about what they're doing. But it's it's very much, at least the beta, is very much like what you would expect from a Fortnite or Battle Royale. You can play solo, you can play on squads, and then you do the, the Battle Royale mode and get down to... You know last man standing kind of a thing it's it was pretty fun it controlled pretty well it's it looks really pretty it's it's got a cool art style that that works for what it's going for um It's just not my thing like i like I mentioned Dan and I were talking before we started recording multiplayer just never i shouldn't say never is not currently the thing that I lean towards um because one of the reasons I really love video games is because it gives me some sense of control. I can kind of calm down all the chaos that's normally around me in my life and regain some sense of control that's why I really love. Deep first-person action adventure games that I can control the pace and the experience and all that stuff. So, anyway, Hyperscape is very cool if you like those online battle royals ty- types of games. It's got cool weapons. Again, nothing brand new, but um, but it's cool. It's it's not
1: bad. Ubisoft does make quality part? games. So. It's not. Is it like Fortnite or is it more jumping around like high jumps and things like that? Oh,
2: it's very. It's not like Fortnite. It is very no. much. Uh, it's first-person and then it's lots of parkour, lots of okay. sliding, lots of double jumps and stuff parkour, like that. Hardcore, hardcore, and then uh, you know at the beginning, same thing. You know, you get dropped into the map, and you you're in this little pod, and you pick where you wanna um, where you wanna land on the map, all that kind of stuff. So, anyway, if that's your thing, go give it a shot. It's free to try out on UPlay right now, so you can go give that a whirl if you want to. Um, I'm playing Jurassic World Evolution, which is on consoles. I realize, but I don't like playing strategy games that you essentially control a cursor with a analog stick. It's just not fun in my opinion. And so I tried it briefly and then gave up because even though they do some pretty smart things to try to kind of snap two locations for you, kind of trying to guess what you want to do. I didn't really like it with a controller, but with mouse and keyboard, I think Jurassic world evolution is a perfectly fine. And in some cases, maybe even really good kind of strategy um, tycoon type of a game. It's really fun, fun to grow your own dinosaurs and improve your finances and all that stuff. If you, if you liked, you know, zoo tycoon or roller coaster tycoon or any of that kind of stuff this is basically that but jurassic park also jeff goldblum actually does the voice of ian malcolm which is fantastic <laughs> excellent um, well 10 out of guy, 10 automatically the guy the guy they picked to do chris pratt's character owen grady horrible not even close uh-huh. to chris pratt sounding yeah. but um all the other characters that many people would recognize from the movies are voiced either by the actual person but i think most cases just a good sound to like
1: yeah. Um, Andy it Dwyer costs too much money now he's too popular way
2: too much money but that's yeah. a pretty fun one I like it I like uh, Jurassic World Evolution um, we already talked about Ghost of Tsushima last one I'll mention real quick and Derek will approve of this game that I'm diving into I never did play Alan Wake and with the recent announcement of the DLC on Control which is clearly Alan Wake connected it even as it's spelled A-W-E could it be, stand for Alan Wake Expansion or is that too or on experience. the nose I don't know yeah. or experience, Alan yeah.
0: Wake Experience
2: um but uh but yeah so i'm trying to play alan wake because i'm very excited at the end of this month so here in just a couple weeks actually to buy the uh, pc version of control which is going to be 40 bucks on steam it's going to include all the dlc and uh and it'll also like be the why are
0: you supporting that tim (laughs) you Uh terrible terrible man uh uh.
2: I'm a good person. How dare you?
0: You bought the original control. You should automatically get every version of it for free because you want to know why. Entitled Gamers. So. But hang
2: on, Derek, I actually never paid a cent for control. You I bought, bought it, 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 it and I yeah. <laughs> and I played it. <laughs> so I'm finally Entitled. gonna give that I'm finally gonna give Remedy some money because I think they deserve it. So um all right, so that's all that we're playing, and it's time to jump into what Dan hinted at a little bit earlier with Spider Man and And uh, Marvel Avengers. So we're going to talk about console exclusivity. It really is specific to consoles. I know Derek and I oftentimes talk about PC stuff uh, now. And Dan's going to probably play some PC stuff in the future, getting some free Epic games and all that. But when it comes to exclusivity, it's really all about the consoles. It's really all about mainly PlayStation and Xbox, in my opinion. Um, That's really where it comes down. That's where the big battle seems to be raging. So I, I think it all comes to a head with this Spider-Man conversation. Wow. This, is where, this is where it now has become a hot topic yeah. again. So if you haven't heard, for some reason you're listening and you're not sure what we're talking about, basically it's been announced that Spider-Man will be a playable character added into the Marvel Avengers game, I believe in 2021. So it's not even going to happen anytime soon. That's right. what's funny about this too, is that it's not even coming anytime soon. Um, but, uh, but anyway, so Spider-Man will be part of the game in 2021, but only if you have the PlayStation version of this game. You won't be able to play uh, as Spider-Man if you have the Xbox version of the game. Uh, I don't know about PC. It's not on PC either, right? It's just PlayStation, right? Yeah. PlayStation. So, um, and not on Switch because it's not coming on Switch. So, um, then the news came out that all of the X-Men will be on the Xbox. I'm just kidding. That's not happening. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, it's got the X in it. You know why not? So I want to talk a little bit about exclusivity on consoles. We can start with this specific example, but you can talk about others that pop out to you as well. Um, What do you think about this decision, number one, but also just overall the current state of console exclusives? And I think we mainly are talking about when it's something that could be on all consoles, but for some reason isn't. So for the most part, you can set aside that Sony or Microsoft bought a studio and that studio made them a game. I think that's pretty straightforward, unless you feel like that's part oh, of the conversation. I'm more interested in the third-party stuff okay. that only goes one way I think, or the Yeah, but...
0: I think the major issue is third-party, third, third party, but I do want to say this before we jump into third-party, with you saying, hey, I think it's pretty obvious why we shouldn't have an, uh, uh, an issue with, like, a PlayStation studio making a PlayStation-only game. You would think nobody should get offended by that. But again... <laughs> Go join those big groups, my friends. Remember what I said earlier? (laughs) Yeah. So here's the thing. There are people who still – I wouldn't say they're um, outraged. They haven't done that yet, but they're going to get there because you're starting to see the group think has started planting a seed. And what they're planning is all games should be on all platforms. Meaning, Nintendo shouldn't have exclusives. Nintendo games should be on Xbox and PlayStation and so forth. I think everybody gets gets what I'm saying. What I'm not understanding is how these intelligent people can say that under one breath and then not answer one simple question of if all games are on one platform are on all platforms. Why would I buy any more than one platform? Now, of course, they're only thinking about themselves because they're narcissists. So they're like, yeah, you only buy one platform. But again, Nintendo does not care about PlayStation or Xbox. Xbox does not care about uh, PlayStation or Nintendo and vice versa. They're trying to keep their businesses afloat. So why would they put all their games on everybody else's system so you only have to buy one system to make yourself feel better? I don't quite understand why that's still a thing, but trust me when I say it is, it actually is. There are a lot of people that think all games should be on one system. Can I respond to that real
2: quick with the other side of that before we – because I feel like that's a little bit of a straw, man, and here's why. I think I understand why people want that. I'm not saying that they deserve it or that it should go that way, but I understand the desire to want that. For example, I've got my Netflix account. I don't have to buy a Netflix device. I've got my... like. They're thinking of it from a broader entertainment perspective. I've got Disney Plus as a subscription. Computer, phone, TV, Xbox, it doesn't matter. I watch it on whatever device I want because that's the content I pay for. So that currently is instilled in our brains. But video games... Like that's a new the whole streaming services, they're all brand new. They're babies in the industry, right? Mm -hmm. In the entertainment side of things. But people already want the video game industry to adapt to that completely. And the only ones that are getting somewhat closer to it, little by little, has been Microsoft, in my opinion. They've tiptoed close to it by putting some of their formerly first party or at least, you know, second party games out on Switch and now PlayStation, as we've talked about. So I just wanted to mention that from the other side. I think it's because, hey, I can do this with other entertainment. Why can't my video games be the same way? Why can't I have one device that I like the best because of the controller or whatever, but then I can have my subscriptions or buy your game or buy your movie? Like Movies Anywhere is another one that has spoiled us. I love Movies Anywhere. I redeem my digital code when I happen to buy a movie and I can watch it on Amazon Prime or on Microsoft uh, Movies if I want to, uh, on my phone, on any device that I want to. It syncs up with all these other services. Even Apple, it syncs up with. which Do you know what an
1: equivalent to that is? What's that? Netflix originals, Hulu originals, Amazon video originals.
2: But it doesn't make me buy a new device. That's the thing. Sure. I think that's the what people the want. The
1: idea of exclusive like, content or exclu- something exclusive to whatever that platform is. Again,
2: the argument there would be then buy the – like if you buy the game – from the other side, it's I bought the game. So I'm giving you money yeah. for the software you developed. Don't make me buy your hardware too. I think yeah. that's the difference. Yeah. You made this movie, I have under- to pay for the platform that it's on. Sure, no, but right. I can still watch it on any device. But that's
1: people basically not understanding business because these are li- literally three <laughs> separate companies and yeah. they're not just going to suddenly be like, hey, you know what, guys, let's all high five and merge yeah. as one super company, build one super machine, and then there you go. <laughs>
0: There's your dream. No, that's
1: never
2: going to happen. Yeah, yeah and that was,
0: that was my point. I, I understand what Tim's saying. Yeah. And, and I would actually like that world, too. Sure, it'd be easier. The difference is is Netflix isn't coming out saying, hey, we've created a box that changes the way you watch our exclusive content. So they're not trying to sell you a box. They're trying to sell you content. Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo are trying to sell you a box to then play their content on so they use the content to sell you the box. That's which, is the,
2: what, which is the complaint I think a lot of people have, right? Is don't try to sell me a box. Just let me buy your content. I do that everywhere else. It's the same thing with phones. It's like you don't have to buy. It's not like Samsung and Apple and, all, and LG are all one massive company that are all in cahoots together. They create different phones, but you still have the general same phone experience on there. Of course, well, there's so many apps. That's
0: stuff, down the road. And when I say down the road, down down the road yeah Yeah. like far away but yes i do i think at at some point we're going to stop buying boxes and i'm not just talking about consoles like we're not going to have to buy pcs and all that stuff like there's going to be just streaming services that you play out of your wall but right now we have to buy boxes pcs consoles whatever to play these and these these uh manufacturers of them are these three big studio uh, publishers I should say are trying to sell you more than just video games they're trying to sell you a box that plays those video games and services so as long as they're trying to sell you that this hype dream will remain
1: that I agree so as far as specifically like this deal though yeah so this deal is sheisty And it's sheisty because there's a difference between, you know, Naughty Dog making uh, Uncharted or Last of Us. Like, Sony owns them. They're making a Mm -hmm. game for their system. That's fine. But this game is multi-platform, and you're locking literally a character out completely from these other people who are going to pay the same amount of money for this game, they're not going to get that at that content at all. Even if it's not great content, you're still locking it out completely. And I'm paying $60 Xbox players uh, spending $60, but I'm getting more because I have the PlayStation one because of this dumb deal. So, (laughs) yeah. And I I think it's connected to Sony. It's a win for me, but like, I still think it's shiesty. So, (laughs)
2: Is it because Sony has Spider Man in their back pocket as a they I own think that?
1: Definitely a big thing of it, yeah, for yeah. sure.
2: Yeah. I think honestly,
0: it's mutual from a business standpoint, which Jose Jimenez likes when I say this. Um, <laughs> from a business standpoint, I totally get oh, yeah. why Sony and Square. So everybody is right now like I don't know who's backlashing against Sony because. I'm not seeing it, but when I go in the groups, everybody's like, people need to get off Sony. I don't see people getting on Sony. I think most people, not everybody, is smart enough to see that Sony's done nothing wrong here. So I want to make sure I'm very clear here. They're, I just literally said how they're trying to sell a box to us. It makes perfect sense for them to sell a box. Or they want to sell you the game to play on that box. So even though this is a third-party game that's not exclusive, They want to get exclusive content because they want you to still buy the games on their box. So totally makes sense. Plus, the character they chose totally makes sense with what Sony's been doing. And that is they are trying to align Spider-Man with Sony. And and when this announcement first came out, guess what? A lot of people regurgitated out. Well, Sony owns all rights to Spider-Man, so it totally makes sense. Well, that's false. They don't. Else. But they want you to believe that, so they totally are okay with this.
2: So, they currently again, control the movie rights for Spider-Man, right? Isn't they that own the movie
0: rights, yeah. but yeah. Marvel has everything else. Yeah.
2: So I'm okay with Sony.
0: My issue is with Square, but again, I'm going to defend them a little bit from a business standpoint, and I talked about this with Rise of the Tomb Raider, so if I'm going to say it with Rise, I'm going to say it here. When you're creating a game, you have a lot of upfront costs. If you can strike a deal with one of these uh, big three that is beneficial to you to help you financially in any way, or it could just be Sony didn't pay them anything. They just said, we want this exclusive content and here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna advertise your game like crazy, which that costs money. So if Square doesn't have to pay for advertising or anything like that, they're saving a ton of money upfront And that means they're going to make a bigger return on investment. You're right.
2: Yeah. The the PlayStation store is going to feature this content, especially in 2021 when the Spider-Man content comes out on PS4s and PS5s. You're going to see nothing but don't, you know, get the new Spider-Man character. And like, it's going to juice up sales again for a game that by then will be, you know, six to eight, 10 months old or however long it's going to take. So
1: devil's advocate though. Yeah. So from a business standpoint, it's like yep. oh yeah business from a suit standpoint smart right yeah, but I maybe mean, i've
2: got a thought about that actually go ahead
1: but nowadays with how we're all just on the internet and how everybody is furious about everything all the time on twitter and complaining mm-hmm. with their yeah. 140 characters or however many characters you're allowed now mm-hmm. um like everyone's just going to be pissed so you announce this and you think oh smart business but then like Anybody who's super entrenched in the gaming media and, and the gaming world and on the internet and, and all of these things, they're just going to be mad. Anytime anything like this happens, they, they get mad. And uh, to be honest, most of the time, most of those people probably just forget anyways. And then when the game comes out, they end up buying that anyway. So they're just still giving them the money. They're not, um, they're not speaking with their wallet, as Colin usually likes to say.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Here's my thing. I'm upset by it. I'm still going to buy the game. I actually might end up buying it twice. Like Tim and I actually talked about if we really like this game, we're both going to buy it on PC. But if we really like it and we want to play with Spider-Man, we're yeah. going to split the cost on the <laughs> PS5 digital and then we'll both have access to Spider-Man. Yeah. So I am – but I'm very upset about this deal. So I, I, I just gave my business standpoint perspective. But here's me as a gamer. Responding to Daniel though, I would say – what he's describing, though, is a small, small group. And I'm not talking about vocal minority. I mean, you got to realize, PlayStation, Xbox, all them, yes, they care about the hardcore gamers, but they really don't. So no. when they're doing deals like this, they're doing this for soccer mom Sally, who doesn't do research. Sally, all yeah. she's going to do is see that Spider-Man oh, yeah. is on Marvel game, and she's going to ask, how can I... even if she goes into GameStop and says, hey, I want to get this Marvel game for my son, guess what the GameStop rep's going to say? Get it on PS4, get it on PS5. It's going to have
2: Spider-Man. Yeah.
0: Okay? Mm -hmm. So, this is all Sony and all them care about, and most gamers don't care. The vocal minority care, and I agree with Dan, even the ones that complain about it, I would say... Probably and this isn't the exact numbers, but probably seventy to eighty percent are going to buy it, and the twenty to thirty percent that don't buy it, they weren't planning on getting it anyways. But you well, know, well, the, the other thing is, change. it's a
2: very customer friendly thing that they decided to tell us this before the game launches, and you buy yeah. it wherever. Yeah. Like it's pretty customer friendly to let people know yeah. this content's coming on this one console. One thing I'll quickly mention: I don't know that it was the smoothest business move by Square or Marvel Games or whoever, because yeah. I feel like unless now, it's possible it was smart because maybe Sony paid out the wazoo to make sure that they didn't do this. But why didn't they go the Soul Calibur route and give Xbox and PC game versions their special Marvel character that could be included? You know, you get Wolverine over here, you get Spider-Man over here, and you get yep. whoever else is not in the game. But I mean, that favorite. would be cool. But... So I've seen that happen in so many. We've seen that in many other games, right? Many other third-party games will have a deal with each console maker. Why can not they do that this yeah. time?
0: I'm going to say because I don't think this is just a character deal. I really do think this is a Rise of the Tomb Raider type deal, and that is what I mean by Rise of the Tomb Raider for the three people that don't know what I'm talking about. Rise of the Tomb Raider was an exclusive exclusive to the Xbox One for one year, I believe.
1: And then it came to the PS4. Also Crystal Dynamics, by the way.
0: Yes, also Crystal Dynamics, and of course, our favorite, Square Enix. So... Um, hmm. Anyway, so that was announced, and that caused a lot of backlash because PlayStation gamers didn't feel like they should have to wait a year for a third-party game. They called Xbox out. That's shady, blah, blah, blah. Totally get it. Understood. But again, I defended Microsoft just like I defended Sony here. So shut up, JP or FAB or whatever your damn name is. So <laughs> from a business standpoint, <laughs> I support it. But when it comes to like a gamer, here's my issue with this this decision is it, there's a couple reasons i have a problem with this it isn't just well i want to play on my xbox you screwed me over which by the way crystal diamond dynamics response was so xbox response like what's his stupid face from the launch of the xbox one he oh. got fired
2: down metric yeah it was a
0: natural response he's like he's just like trying to be all nice and they asked him a question and He's not really answering it, and then they ask again, and he goes, "Well, I mean, if you want to play with Spider-Man, you you just got to buy a PlayStation." <laughs> well, well, thank you, there, buddy. We didn't know that already. Oh, is that how he talks. You <laughs> yeah. you got to get
2: yourself a PlayStation if that's yeah, what you want to do.
0: Like, <laughs> but anyways, but my point is, is like, here's my, oh, this is my big beef. Like, this is why I have a problem with it. Where's the beef? The beef is Spider-Man should be a main character in this game. Yeah. So having him released not only later after the story has obviously been told, but also onto one console, meaning you cannot do anything major with this character, or I should say not major, meaningful in the story at all because you've tied it to one console. So you cannot do right. anything that pushes the narrative forward. All you can do is tack him on and go, he's fun to play with. Right. That's okay. I, I get it. It would be fun to play with him, but I don't know about you guys, but I like playing
1: a game with a point. So I'm not going to just boot this game up and play with Spider-Man just to play with him. Also, point we already out. have an awesome Spider-Man game on PlayStation that's going to play much, much better. So. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. So, so
2: that's
0: my issue with tying him to a a character or tying him to a console because it really hurts to me the character in the game and in in a way it can hurt the
1: game yeah because it just feels kind of tacked on it's the same that's why that's why i was saying the 60 dollar thing you're paying the same both people are paying the same amount one person's getting extra stuff i mean we know for
2: sure spider-man will be free by the way to tag on to that is he gonna be a
1: free edition okay that I don't know
2: because maybe I, you will get the same experience for sixty, and then if you pay fifteen, twenty. No, no, he's
0: part of the PlayStation experience. Oh, so he'll
2: free? be free. Okay, all right. Well, I mean, then that's legit. Kind of, then yeah, it's kind of like what with I, like, Tim.
0: Sorry. I was gonna say when you were saying, well, they didn't have to announce this ahead of time. uh They kind of did because PlayStation wants you to buy the game on their console. So this is a selling point because here's the thing, and it got us talking. Mm-hmm. I was definitely gonna buy this game on PC. But if I didn't have PC, let's just say I had two consoles, I'm buying it on the Xbox One. But if I only have two consoles, not a PC, with this announcement, I would have gone PS4 Pro. So yeah. it it switches up how you're you're doing things, and that's why. Oh no, it's
2: strategic for sure. It's yeah. strategic. Yeah. But they very they also could have waited and gotten you to like, probably they you would have gotten a lot more. They would have gotten a lot of blowback, right? People would have been oh, pissed yeah, yeah. off yep, even more. Yep. They are they're gonna be pissed off no matter what. But they would have gotten people to purchase the game again. People would have been like, "This is so dumb! I bought on Xbox." Ugh, right, exactly. Fine, I'll buy it on PS4 or PS5. Yeah. Like that would still happen. So yeah. I do think it was more, yes, it was strategic, absolutely, but it also leaned more customer friendly. Let me give you a heads up ahead of time before you buy which version you're going to buy. This is a big thing coming next year. They didn't have to talk about it. They could have waited till after the holiday to talk about DLC coming to this game. But yeah. you're right. I think that could have been part of the. There's a lot of things that we don't know about with Sony. Was part of the deal. Hey, as long as you announce that this is coming before you launch the game, we want consumers to know. That's that helps Sony a ton, right? Yeah. So that's a big one. The part of the deal could have been you can't add any exclusive characters to any other platform. That might have been something they stipulated. Like we're gonna pay you this money. You can't let Xbox or PC have their own special character, or it could have been some kind of backdoor, backdoor, uh, backdoor back door, back door, back office deal. hand. Yeah, back office hand handshake deal where it's like. I thought he was gonna
0: say back office hand job. I'm like, where is your <laughs> mind going, man?
1: Back oh, door shady deal. <laughs> also,
2: it's about your mind because that's where you thought I was going. Um, but anyway, yeah, this this kind of back office handshake deal, where it's like, listen, we're gonna continue our partnership with you with movies. Because right now there was all these questions about Spider Man and Marvel. We don't know if Marvel and Sony had this. May, this could have been a small part of a bigger conversation about Spider Man. And Marvel and Sony, we don't know that. I'm just saying, there's a lot of things we don't know about what could have been part of the deal. All I know is that other companies have done this, and it's, oh, yeah. and it's been fine. Like a recent example was a much small, much much smaller profile game. I'll admit that, but that's uh, Ubisoft Starlink. So if you bought the Switch version, you get Star Fox and an entire storyline, and new villain, and all these and extra it makes characters. More sense, it, I understand Nintendo. that it makes sense, but I'm yeah. saying you pay the same amount, you get the same game everyone else does, yeah. and you get a whole bunch of bonus stuff just because yeah. you have a Switch. Now, again, I get it. Star Fox is the Nintendo character. Why would they put on Xbox? But you can make the same argument and say, well, Spider-Man is kind of in Sony's court in a lot of other entertainment ways. So I can kind of see, like, for me, I have a lot more understanding of how and why this would happen. I do think it's, how did you describe it at the beginning, Dan? You described it as something like... Shiesty shiesty It it definitely feels shiesty right oh, i think yeah. there was some money definitely passed that's uh, and it had a lot of stipulations in there you can't do this for pc i really think that was the case
1: i mean we I can really do. we can have a whole other separate conversation because i don't know if we've had that or if you guys had the conversation previously like overarching like going in even into like say microtransactions because like ea is like a big uh you know just bad bad guy about that sort of thing like just shoving shoving things into games um, to try to get you to spend extra money or um, to get your attention on one thing versus another uh, or, or or win to play, uh, pay to win and, and things like that. Just like I, I put it all in the same bucket, to be honest. Like getting an extra character on one system, but both people are paying the same amount of money. To me, is is just as crappy as just overall microtransactions because it's just I don't know. It's yeah. it's yeah. All, all this stuff of like suits being like we need more money and I get it you your business you want to make more money but I don't know I I just I think there needs I think there can be a balance there that just yeah. isn't there because it's just again it's just dollar signs all they're saying is dollars. Dollar this is the one situation where I personally feel
0: like backlash needs to happen, <laughs> and you can say, "Well, that's because you're the X bot." No. This is, I don't want to see this happen anymore. And I'm not talking like exclusivity with consoles like games. I'm talking about you do not need to be tying characters, especially characters that could be on another console. So with, with giving a little bit of a rebuttal to what Tim said, I totally get what he's saying. We could probably find other scenarios where it's like, but hey, this happened and this happened. Why are we now having a, a, a backlash now? Because we're not talking about a small character. I, I was watching an ITN video where they even said it. they're like, dude, tie some small character to this to the PlayStation and nobody cares. And guess what? PlayStation knows that. That's why they went after Spider-Man. They're like, tying a ridiculously stupid character to this game to our console does nothing for us. But if we pay for Spider-Man or we advertise Spider-Man, That's a big deal. Like most people who like Marvel comics and movies like Spider-Man. This is a a huge deal. And like I said, nobody's winning when it comes to how this impacts the actual game in a positive or negative way. To me, it's more negative than positive. Tying him to one console eliminates the ability to really utilize him. And it's just not something I want to see going forward, whether it's Xbox, PlayStation, or even Nintendo. To me, the only time that's safe is when you either have full rights to the entire game or you're tying a character or something that is actually only on or owned by that specific company. So again, using Star Fox as an example... Star yeah. Fox can't go anywhere else. Right. And I actually think Nintendo worked on the Star Fox end of the, the game, meaning like it wasn't Ubisoft. There was some doing
2: development that. partnership there maybe? Yeah, I think
0: yeah. part of Nintendo was working on that. So I, I totally get why there wouldn't be A, Backlash, A, because it's not a big game. But B, also I think a lot of people with their brains could go, but Star Fox is Nintendo. Spider Man's not. And most people figured that out. And after everybody started saying, Well, no, he's tied Playstation, and people started correcting him, that's when opinions started shifting and going, You know what, this this isn't right.
1: And this isn't the- is on
0: Ultimate Alliance 3 and all this stuff. So why
1: why is he only on Playstation? And this isn't a new concept. People have been complaining about these things for years, so it's not like it's suddenly yeah. all – of a, it's like, wait a minute. Like, this is yeah. – no, it's like this This has been happening for generations. Video no, games. but this
0: is just the one where everybody, even the people that hate dramatic people, can come together and be like, you know what? People aren't being dramatic. This is just dumb. This so is let me shape- ask you
2: guys this. Would, would Square and Crystal Dynamics, would they be a little – in, in less hot water if they would have done one of these two things. What if they had said in 2021 there's going to be a unique character for each platform? So PC, you're going to get a special character. Xbox, you're going to... Would that have helped?
0: I mean... It would have, but again, it would depend on...
2: Let's just say it's major characters. I mean, Spider-Man is kind of I, in an echelon so of his so own. Let's me, say like,
0: They were like, Wolverine is on Xbox. Right. Deadpool is on Nintendo, and... Right. and... In Spider Man's on PlayStation. I think a lot of people would have calmed themselves.
1: Okay. So my opinion, though, I, I'm I'm still not for that. I think that's unacceptable. Oh, okay. It needs, it needs to stop. Everybody needs to like, it, it, unless, like Derek was saying, with and like you said with the Star Fox thing, like just let everybody play the same thing, especially especially now with consoles becoming more crossplay. I can't crossplay somebody on Xbox can't.
2: Well that's true with the crossplay piece. That's yeah, true. But like like again, Rocket League I love that they've got specific Mario cars for one gears and Halo cars for another and like I, I love that they've got unique content um in Rocket League depending on what platform you're on. I think that's cool. I got no okay. problem with
1: that. Yeah. But that's that's like and again that's like it you're saying there's Nintendo specific cars with with the well, Switch and Xbox. And that's to, yeah. So that's
2: what I'm saying like if I like the idea of in a fighting game in you know, one roster, you add Kratos because it's on PlayStation. Another roster, you get to add Marcus from Gears. And I know that's kind of crazy. How would he be in a fighting game? But like that basic concept, I like and I'm okay with because I think it's cool. I think that's actually yeah. if you're tailoring the game more to the audience that's going to play it on that platform. I, I that think that. that's cool.
0: Those, again, it goes back to those characters
1: and those yep. things to that belong for to that
2: audience. That. Yeah
1: yeah to like, me, so caliber 2, so two so the gamecube version had link yep um the ps2 version had um was a from tekken and right. then yeah. xbox had spawn which isn't an xbox thing but whatever well um, same with
2: uh, there was another one when he, they had the guy from the witcher right or was he in all the versions they had Geralt oh the yeah,
1: yeah 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 Geralt, Geralt, yeah awesome.
2: he was in all of them okay
1: Okay. yeah so that's okay you so go. the other
2: the other way that I'm wondering if they could have maybe gotten themselves out of some of this hot water listen, there's gonna be hot water no matter what when you strike an Should exclusive have just been deal.
0: coming first to spider uh coming first to playstation Spider-Man.
2: yeah if it had said coming first I didn't even think about that one yeah, like a t- like hint or even confirm that's a timed exclusive um but also what if what if they had been more transparent about the deal like we've we've got a uh maybe they don't have to give us the numbers because that's crazy but What if we all saw, oh, this is what Sony's doing to help them advance the game? Sony's partnering with the development of the Spider-Man piece. Like, what if we had more details on the deal that those two struck that made it seem a little more like... It's kind of like when Nintendo um, published Bayonetta 2, right? It's like, you can't really get mad at them. They're the ones who really made that game happen. That game wouldn't exist without them. So, But it's only
1: exclusive to the Switch.
2: that's what I'm saying. It happened because of what Nintendo did. And people were like, hey, how come Bayonetta 2 is anywhere else? And they go, oh, Nintendo kind of funded that whole thing. Okay, what if we saw that Sony essentially funded this entire additional side of things? Xbox and Nintendo or whoever else, they didn't come in and fund their additional content, but Sony did. Like, That's why I have trouble getting upset by this kind of thing, because my assumption is that Sony passed a bunch of money over to Square and Crystal Dynamics to make this happen. I don't think Crystal Dynamics and Square were just like, let's just put this on Sony. It'll be fun. Like, I think there was money involved in a lot of it. Oh,
1: sure. But I mean, so I have no not...
2: problem with them buying that exclusivity. I really don't like it. I see why it's frustrating, but I don't have a problem with it for the most part. I know it can be skeezy at times and I'll criticize it because it's like, Hey, that's kind of gross. But if there was money exchanged and they both agreed yeah, on, the but deal, you're, why you're, is it? All doing deal? Is,
0: Tim, you're supporting what I said earlier, which is the business side. You're saying, I understand business wise, why both these companies would do it, and I'm I'm not mad about it. That I'm okay with, too. I I support it because I understand if if I am a suit, this is a great deal for both of them. It really is. My issue as a gamer, and I think you should have this issue somewhat. Okay, Cat, that's rude. You see
2: I'm... That cat was straddling your camera, it looked like. All right, so
0: what I was trying to say is, as a gamer, though, the reason we should be frustrated is because what I said earlier, not only can we not use Spider-Man on certain consoles, but you're holding back the actual game and the use of the character yeah. because of this deal.
2: Possibly. But, right. Possibly. Again,
0: right, as gamers, we say we want the power of choice, right? That's why we have all these options. Why would I want to play this game on my PS4 Pro or even my PS5 if I have a high-end PC? I don't. I paid all that money for that high-end PC to play all my third-party games and any PC exclusive. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Why should I have to settle for a less-than version of a game just because i want a specific character that's that's the point again if the character is owned by playstation we're not having this conversation
1: right
0: he's not owned by him and we're talking about one of the most popular characters in all of entertainment i mean his movies are huge his comic books are huge everything spider-man touches is huge one of the most beloved ps4 games and it's not objectively even close to the best game that PlayStation has put out is Spider-Man. Why? Because of the character. If you changed his skin to some other superhero, that's less popular. Nobody's praising Spider-Man the game. They're saying, Oh, it's a fun game, but they're not talking about it the way they do. There's a lot of nostalgia and pull with this yeah. character. And that's why I said from a business standpoint, totally get it. Totally agree. But from a gamer standpoint, it's hard to back this practice because you don't want to see this happen again in the future, whether it's Xbox, whether it's Nintendo, or PlayStation.
2: Again, the only thing I would say is, I don't know if we have all the details, is Sony participating in the development? Yeah, oh, they the
1: are. We, we know that they are... I, I highly, I think I highly doubt that, because Crystal Dynamics is actually a pretty big developer. I don't think they need Sony to help them with anything. I'm not and saying also, they and also, need help.
2: I'm not saying they're they need help, weak. I'm just they're wondering average. if... Because yeah. Sony is already putting out Spider-Man games. So my question is really around that. Like, are they somehow, not going to tie them together, but are they somehow working together in the development or at the very least the direct funding of that development? That's where, even as a gamer, I don't have a huge problem with it because what if it's like, it might not exist for anybody, but because Sony ponied up the cash, get it does get to exist for some.
1: Then it now, does go back to, and I don't think, like Derek was saying, I don't think there's going to be any legitimate, like, sort of strength to that content because it's That's not going to be story. Right. It's very or possible. Maybe, or, the fact that
2: it's free I, already tells me it's not going to be that great. So that's another reason why I'm not that worried about it. If it's yeah. a free add-on, I feel like it's going to be play through the same story, and they're adding in this new essentially skin with maybe similar moves like you talked about with an existing. character. But not like, even, I,
1: not even in the story. It's just going to be missions because the whole thing with this game is is kind of like Destiny. That so you're might going be on it. Yeah, it's it's might just, it might
2: just. It might not even be voice acted. Like it might just be yeah. where you can play as Spider-Man on missions, and it's that's, like. That's why I'm. I, that's why I'm. I think I'm. I'm not it's not that I've chosen this is great or chosen this is yeah. awful. I'm reserving judgment until I see what is this thing actually? Is it actually a full-on DLC set of missions that they're adding in with Spider-Man and yeah. his villains, that kind of stuff, and the Avengers help him out? That'd be crazy. That'd be really a big deal, and it's free for PlayStation. Then, as a gamer, I start to feel that frustration that Derek described. But right now, I'm assuming this is essentially a skin that's going to be added in that you can use on existing missions. Now, if that assumption is wrong because it's going to be free. So I assume this is just going to essentially be aesthetic addition which that I don't lame. really care that much about. It is, is lame. Cause that's why bad. maybe we shouldn't be that upset about it until we know what it is. I think that's well, where I am. I'm, I'm at reserve judgment until I know exactly so what the content is.
1: I certainly don't ever want to just speak broadly about things. Cause I don't want to come on here and, and, and try to have an intelligent conversation sometimes and then just be a, just an idiot. That's just like, <laughs> but like, I'm basically most of the time never gonna side with the execs. I'm just gonna be like, you're just again, you're seeing dollar signs. I don't appreciate that you see me as a dollar sign. I'm a person. Treat me like a person. So, you know,
2: yeah, that's pretty much usually right now. I treat this news with kind of a shrug because I just it's just one of those things where there's not a lot of info around it. So I'm like, all right,
1: I'm the pony pony here, and I think it's unacceptable. So that's the bottom line. I'm the Nintendo
2: boy, so I just want to keep playing Mario Kart. Apparently, um, <laughs> in the in the future, real quick before we wrap up this conversation and and close out the podcast with a couple of headlines, um, in the future, how would you like to see exclusive content similar to this handled? I guess there's a bunch of different options there, but some of the obvious ones would be I don't want to see it ever again. It could be I want to see it handled like this, where it's only unique characters that are already unique to that platform. You know, it's IP that only is playable on that platform already. Um, I just want to see more, maybe we just want to see more transparency, like, Hey, we made a deal with Sony and they're funding the full development of this. And we struck a deal that, you know, and here's how that deal is going to be laid out. Like what, what is it that you'd like to see in the future?
0: I think for me, it's kind of what I was saying earlier. And that is stay away from adding content exclusive to a console or even PC if it is not tied to that console or pc previously meaning not owned
2: okay
0: so do not keep it out of third-party games do not sell a a game at the same price giving uh, two-thirds of your audience or three-fourths honestly of your audience um a lesser version just because you struck a business deal with another one and again i totally understand business-wise why you would do that but If you're going to do exclusive content, to me, the exclusive content should be tied to that platform already. So if you want to add Sweet Tooth into the game on PlayStation, have at it. You want to add Master Chief on Xbox? Have at it. Because nobody on a PlayStation is going to be like, I can't play with Master Chief? What do you mean I can't play with Master Chief? Nobody cares. (laughs) (laughs) that's that's the thing you don't get this backlash if you keep it tied to your console but once you try to say well sony owns some spider-man so this this fits their narrative they're trying to spin i'm not okay with
2: that dude this deal could have been made back way before they like we don't know how long this game has been in development or even talks I wonder if this deal even connects back to when they let um, Spider-Man join the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But I I
1: mean, it's been upwards of five to six years when they announced the Avengers game.
2: Well, there you go. I mean, honestly, it could have been part of that, but I don't know. Again, I wish there was more transparency with a lot of this stuff where it was like, hey, a part of this deal with Sony. They essentially put Spider-Man on loan to the Marvel movie universe. What if part of that deal included when this game gets published, we're also going to be allowing only the Sony platform? I have no clue. I have no idea. Well, the
1: departments are completely separate, though. That's the thing. Like, the Sony film Department. Yeah, yeah, it's all separate entities. I mean, it is Sony. It's under the umbrella of Sony, but yeah, it's it's separate entities.
2: It doesn't mean that can't be part of the deal that they struck. Like they still they could have those licenses licensing deals that go across. Or is yeah. why I wouldn't and buy
0: that them. is Ultimate Alliance Three wouldn't be able to exist if there was some deal put in place five or six years ago saying anything that has to do with Spider-Man needs to be tied to the PlayStation platform.
2: Yeah, it'd be very strange Um, if it was connected to this one game only, right? So yeah, that's a good point.
0: So I'm not buying that. And I think still, like I said, my major complaint is, like Tim was saying, hey, I'm not up in arms because I really don't know what the content is. And I do think it's going to end up being BS content. Honestly, I really do think it's going to be you're just going to get to play with Spider-Man and his moveset. And yeah, he'll talk, but he's not going to play a part in the, in the story or anything like that. But that goes back to why I was originally upset. I'm like, you could have, you lost the potential of using him in the story. Like, even if you yeah. didn't want to put him in the main story, yeah. but if you wanted to use him as $10, let's say $10 paid DLC for all platforms, you could have, What? made an actual story out of it yep. make game.
2: it make it a timed exclusive where sony gets it for three months before everybody or whatever yeah
0: could have done that i would have annoyed people but if they would have known well you know what eventually he's come to xbox most people get over
2: that they would The only
0: they get really annoyed with timed exclusives is when it's
1: over a year then they're like are you serious i gotta wait one year for yeah. this gun well it's and like then- um it's yeah. like with the Tomb Raider, right? Like that was, and, and again, Crystal Dynamics doing this. Apparently this is just what they love to do. Like the first Tomb Raider reboot was on both systems. And then the second one comes out and it's just on one It's a third party developer making a game, a sequel to a game that was on two systems, now on one that's on there. For, so everybody who played that game and was excited for the sequel, who owns a PlayStation only, was like, well, wait, so I, I can't, Play the next chapter of this game that i loved because it's only on one system like yeah. and you're a third part party a backlash
0: and yeah. again from a business standpoint we get it but from like a gamer standpoint why would you do that to your fans and the other thing is is to to bring up another point to to support this is i doubt you're gonna see well okay i'm not gonna say that because the internet's really dumb but I really don't think you're gonna see a lot of backlash if the Outer Worlds 2 is Xbox exclusive. Nobody's gonna be like, What are you what are you doing? I played that I played the original on, on my PlayStation. Because everybody's smart enough to go, oh that's right. Microsoft is a company. Yeah. yeah. Before they did it, now they do. Totally makes sense. You can't say that with Crystal Dynamics. You made a, a reboot of Tomb Raider that was loved. And then you release a second game and you go, well, Microsoft is funding. They didn't, by the way, they didn't give details on it, but we all knew they were paying like the advertisement to align with that game. And they were trying to sell you this game on their console. So they were like, it's an exclusive. And it was time for one year and there was a ton of backlash. And I totally get it. I really do. I, I do too,
2: especially because that's always been a cross platform. That the new versions of Tomb Raider were was a cross cross platform game. Yeah, so that makes sense completely.
0: So, I think to answer your question, as long as the content that's being exclusive on a third party game is tied to the the con- console already, I don't think you're going to get Dan or me upset. But when you're taking a popular character that is not technically tied to one console, And saying, oh, he's now tied to one console. And by the way, this destroys any ability for us to do anything really, really narratively cool with this character. I think that's dumb. You're you're that's just a dumb decision overall. It really is. Unacceptable.
2: (laughs) Yeah, the the only other thing for not even being
0: upset. Like, get the (laughs) freak out of here. It's also
2: because I'm not really that hyped for this game. If this were like something else if this were cyberpunk maybe and somehow that's tied into a character i love then then maybe like it's it's hard for me to get up in arms about a game that i'm not even all that hyped for i think that's part of it too i don't know what is what it is that people are going to be missing out on i have a feeling it's going to be kind of crap content and and i under i do understand and actually share the frustration of what a wasted what a wasted thing where you could have had spider-man be an awesome part of this Marvel Avengers game that's completely wasted I totally get that that's a, that's a totally legitimate um criticism I think but yeah until uh, uh go ahead
1: I was just going to say as a side note to what Derek said about Outer Worlds too. I don't think uh Microsoft could actually tell them to only make it for this system because I don't think they have the rights to that series I know they own Obsidian or now but I don't know if that would I don't know how that would work I don't know how that
2: works either I'm not sure how that I assume they now own the IP but I don't know that I don't know for sure yeah um or at least on the rights that i think but yeah yeah it's hard to say but uh yeah to me this one's this one's going to be interesting to see how it unfolds i i don't know i guess i if it were a game i cared about more maybe i'd be again most people
1: are not going to care at the end of the day they're all going to they're all going to forget they're going to move on to something else be angry about that thing and then they'll be like oh yeah avengers let me give that a try yeah
2: yeah totally in general, uh, just to kind of answer my own question, I don't, I don't like the idea of people missing out on stuff just because they bought a different box. In general, I don't like that. I don't yeah. I don't think that's great. Um, sometimes with technical limitations it makes sense. Sure. Like the reason that the Switch gets lesser versions of FIFA every year is because it's l- limited technically and I get that and I I think what you get is you get a portable version of the major soccer game every year. What you don't get is all the features and bells and whistles that come with other versions of FIFA. So I don't know. I, I guess I'm more, maybe it's, I'm just, I've become a sheep with some of the stuff. Maybe, I don't know. I just kind of sheep. accept, I've just kind of accept it. Like, yeah, that's just the way it goes. You know, depending on which box you pick, you know, it might go your way and it might not. And so I guess that's kind of the reason I'm approaching it that way. If it were a game or a franchise that I really loved and cared about, I'd probably, I'd probably have a stronger opinion about it. But um, also, I just don't think we know enough. I don't think there's enough details. Um, So who's the real bad guy here? Last thing I'll ask. Is it Sony? Is it Crystal Dynamics? Is it Square? Who should people be mad at about this?
0: I want to say it's Square. While it's... Now we're looking at twice this has happened with Crystal Dynamic Games. I still think when it comes to, like, suit businesses... um, or suit decisions that's falls on the shoulder of squares square and sony but again they're literally playstation's doing nothing wrong they're not doing anything wrong you could go well they could have said no to the deal because they could have been like we're for the gamers but why would they do that how and, do you know
2: that it wasn't them that initiated and pushed for this though like how are you writing them off they, could they have like
0: If I'm okay, so if I'm if I'm square and crystal dynamic, yeah, while I'm liking the fact that I let's say, let's just say we're not in the office, but let's say PlayStation comes to them and says, This is the deal. If you'll make Spider-Man an exclusive character at some point, either at launch or a little bit after launch, so we can advertise him on the PlayStation 5. We will pay for all promotion, and here's the deal. We're going to promote it this amount, X amount of times, with commercials, blah, blah, blah.
2: So we're talking millions of dollars. here's your whole marketing plan. We're going to cover it, right?
0: Yeah, we're going to cover the marketing plan. You don't have to pay a dime. This is what I was talking about earlier about the return on investment being more. So they don't have as much upfront cost. Let me pause
2: you real quick. Up to this point, you have no problem with Sony approaching them with that request, with that deal. No,
0: because that makes sense. Why wouldn't they? They want it tied to their platform to help okay. sell their consoles. Totally get it. Okay. So if I'm Square and Crystal Dynamics, I'm even okay with wanting that too. But you need to do it in a way that's not hurting the game. You say, well, Derek, if the content is just going to be a skin with his gameplay, they're not hurting the game. But that's my point. They are hurting the game because they are forcing the the gameplay... To be shallow, and that's all you're getting with Spider-Man, they can't add any more depth is all I'm saying. Because yeah. if you add more depth, let's say they did. Let's say, no, Derek, we have all planned out to have this entire Spider-Man story. He's going to be linked to the main yeah. story. Unique we're mission. Gonna, mm-hmm. We're going to flesh this bad boy out. Really? Then now you're you're, you're uh, disconnecting him from all these other platforms and players That doesn't make any sense. So it is to me just a poor decision for the game for gamers. Business standpoint, I get it. Like if I'm looking at the dollar signs, I'm going PlayStation approaches about this. This makes sense. And we're aligning. Remember, all Square cares about is selling this game. They do not care about your feelings. So they're looking at it and going, not only are we getting the upfront costs taken care of or part of the upfront costs taken care of, but hey, guess what? we've got the biggest uh platform supporting us with the most players they're gonna want to buy this game even more knowing spider-man's now on their platform of choice because even if people say they don't believe in console wars and all that they do go pay attention to how people talk any platform they support they like more than the other and they'll try to justify why this is just another selling point for them so I get it, again, on a uh, business side. My issue comes down to, as I've said several times, yeah. as a gamer, this decision, this shouldn't have been brought up at all. Like, it should have been shut down. Like, if PlayStation approached them, they should have been, we can't do that. Well, why can't you? Because if we put Spider-Man on your platform, then we can't really do much with him except just make make him playable. That's it. We can't do anything else. Oh, okay, we see your point. can we put sweet tooth in the game sure
2: so am i correct in saying because i was just googling this real quick is it confirmed that it will never come anywhere else or they just haven't said because right here it says there's no specification about whether it's permanent or a timed exclusive is that is that part of it too is that there's just not enough details i I feel like there's not enough details. i want to say
0: and i could be wrong when I believe it was IGN interviewed the Crystal Dynamics guy. At no point did he even make it sound like remotely there was a chance this was going to come anywhere else. Okay, I understand he can't announce it. I'm not stupid. I know how to do business speak. They're, like if they're tied to PlayStation on this content, which they are, they cannot talk. They cannot openly talk about it coming to any other platform because yeah. that takes away the possibility of making a sell on the PlayStation. For no, I, and get
1: I get it. I get it. I get it. You're
0: never going to hear whether this is truly exclusive until it's oh, out. Right. Right. Um, Because they're going to make sure they solidify PlayStation. I'm
2: just, so. I'm looking at this and apparently they've been very specific not to say this is timed. This is permanent. So I haven't been very specific.
0: It up timed.
2: Also. You know, Hawkeye's coming too. the plan. They were really specific about this. Apparently they said the idea is that, you know, Spider-Man is going to be in the game. Hawkeye will be in the game. They'll have their own skill set trees. You can upgrade that way. If you want a slightly different play style than other gamers who use those characters, you can, but they will pretty much right now have a set of challenges for you to complete, or yeah. you can just play the normal game with them right now. They, they, and again, they haven't confirmed this, but they didn't want to say anything about whether or not there's a new campaign. They're just right, right. now, they're two new heroes they are adding to the main game. So that's what Hawkeye is going to be. That's what Spider-Man is going to be. I don't think we should expect anything more than what everyone's going to get with Hawkeye. PlayStation users will get with Spider-Man. Who knows? Maybe it'll come to other platforms later as well. Um, This will be interesting to see how it unfolds. With all the backlash they're getting, do they alter course? Do they communicate a little more details about this? Like, hey, don't worry. There's no story stuff you're missing. Well, then, does that make people mad because they're like, why are you wasting Spider Man with no story? Their
0: hands are tied. They literally can't do anything.
2: Yeah. Well, they could come out and say this is a timed exclusive, but yeah, that hurts the business side. So you can't do
0: it. You got to just, you got to, you got to take the heat. Um, um, This is not something I wouldn't say that they weren't expecting. Like, to me, you make this deal, you rehearse what they're allowed to say, and you only say that and you never do
2: yeah yeah Indeed. yep like politics basically all right cool hey l- interesting conversation that's going to be interesting or to see nerd. how that unfolds just say
0: yeah. the same thing over and over never
2: yeah never deep fresh um like when dan and i start talking about games that you don't care about or never heard of and,
0: uh, and then you
2: start watching something on netflix or something off on the side <laughs> um all right derek well i've got your attention tell me about the big microsoft news from this week anything pop up pop out to you Anything at all? Anything?
0: Why don't you sit on my lap and we talk about whatever pops up first?
2: Oh boy, I see what you did there. Uh, was great. there? Was, there were no no delays or anything crazy, right? We're good.
0: No, no, there was no big there was no big announcement about Halo Infinite
2: having huge
0: spoiler Spider Man exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Halo um, Infinite has Spider Man? <laughs> <laughs> so Halo, as most of our, hopefully our listeners know, Halo Infinite was supposed to be like, I guess it was announced as like a winter uh, uh, launch on Xbox Series X and Xbox One. Um, you know, so it was supposed to come out this, this fall slash winter, which basically was at the launch of Xbox I think it series. even said
2: holiday, didn't it? Didn't it say holiday? Yeah, 2020? Holiday. So that's the word we all made the mind. assumption you buy your Xbox Series X, yeah. you can also buy Halo Infinite.
0: So basically, it was a launch title for the Xbox Series X, which, to me, that's huge because that immediately makes me feel like, hey, Microsoft is not only going back to their roots, but also like it just makes me think of Zelda Breath of the Wild on the Switch. That's yeah, that's a big reason to get the next version of their console well they missed um, that
2: with xbox one right last time they didn't really have a killer app did they am i forgetting something they just had
0: a bunch of like i thought they had a great launch lineup but nothing like you said oh
2: killer. yeah they had new ip like rise or, but they didn't have like halo or gears or anything uh, to with. yeah
0: yeah it was a bunch of like it was like dead rising 3 rise like a bunch of good games with nothing no app, no yeah. app killer yeah so um anyway so it's now been delayed and i do think a lot of it and if this is going to be the question you're going to ask me, I do think a lot of this is from the backlash of hmm. the demo that was shown. I do think 343, Phil Spencer, all the execs had a, a a bunch of tough meetings and were like, God, we really need this game to come out at launch. But then they're like, if it comes out looking even remotely what we just saw there with all the backlash – we're going to regret this. So at the end of the day, they did decide to um, delay this. I think it's – they're shooting for like spring or okay. early twenty twenty. All, all I saw was
2: 2021. I was going to ask you, did they give a win I'm
0: going to guess it's like a March-April type situation here. So they're trying to give them another four or five extra months. I do think they're going to, to change the way the game looks. They may even try to get ray tracing in, which would – Change. I just talked earlier in the show about how lighting plays a huge impact on graphics. It can change the way a game looks completely. So I do think this is what we're getting here, is we're getting a delay because of the response of fans. So do I personally think it's good or bad? I think it's bad from a business standpoint because you needed Halo Infinite at this launch. Now, do that, does that mean I'm trying to say that Xbox Series X is going to fail? no. I already said before, and I'll say it again, the PS5 is absolutely going to kill the Xbox Series X. And the main reason is because not only is the PS4 fan base bigger, and so people are becoming more loyal to PlayStation platforms, but also it's because um, the Xbox Series X, everything that's coming out on it for at least the first year or two is really playable on the Xbox One. So Microsoft's not focusing on really moving on to next gen. So unless you're a graphics slash frames per second poor, like me, you don't have to upgrade. Like you could have played Halo in November if it was launching still on your Xbox One, Xbox One X. That's another reason why I think we're getting delay. I think Microsoft made a mistake with they thought a good selling point with what they're trying to do for the future is saying everything is one. So if you own the Xbox One and the Xbox Series X, you can play the same games. But that causes problems with optimization. I just talked about how Horizon Zero Dawn plays and looks stunning on the PS4 Pro because it was made for the PS4 slash PS4 Pro, Mm -hmm. yet they now port it over to PC and... When you don't have good optimization, it can turn a game that should, in theory, look better and run way better on a powerful PC. And I know my PC is way more powerful than a PS4 Pro, yet here I am saying, well, PS4 Pro and my PC are pretty much comparable. Like, that's pretty sad. Yeah. So, anyways, my point is, is when you're trying to optimize these games for an Xbox One, which is trash, dude. Let that thing go. I mean, the best you can run games on is like 900p. Like, buy, you're done. Get over it.
2: Well, can I also like, mention this? Like, the Xbox One does not have a huge install base. Like, I'm not pretending like the 40 million or whatever they have sold is nothing, like right? It's not a, or maybe it's 50. Listen, I'm not saying it's a complete failure at all. They did fine. Oh, no, it's
0: good, it's but
2: good. Why can't they just move on from it this time? Like, I, I feel like it made more sense with the Xbox 360 to make, cause I had such a huge install base, but with this, what, one, it doesn't make as much sense to me. I, I have trouble understanding why they're doing this with yeah, some games. Like, I would get it, but not all games. That's weird. No,
0: like they shouldn't have done it with Halo. What I would have done is if you want to keep it tied to the Xbox one and then Xbox series X, you want it all in one family is what they're, I think that's the slogan. Like we're all one family or whatever. Um, I think you just have to make the announcement that, hey, going forward, so you would do this like a year ago, you would have gone, going forward, when the Xbox Series X launches, the Xbox One X and Xbox Series X will be able to play the same games. And then you explain that the Xbox One and Xbox One S are being left behind and will no longer be sold. So you, again, you would put this out there a year ago and you would just keep saying this over and over because it's going to take time for it to infiltrate every person that buys games and game consoles and you get it in their head. The Xbox one and one S are going away, but the one X and the series X are tied together.
2: Yeah, to
0: The reason why I'm okay with the one X, which they actually did the opposite. They, they stopped selling the one X because yeah. they want to sell you the new console. And
1: they're still selling the Xbox One S. Well, I think
2: it's because they're going to have the Series S, which they haven't announced yet, but that's another well, story. Well,
1: it leaked. Per, technically, per the controller, that leaked. Right, but... right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's definitely, it's But yeah. my point
0: is, is that because you've tied it to this ancient trash bucket of a console, you're going to cause problems for a lot of your future games. And I do think, I don't have proof, I'm just guessing here, I really think halo infinite was in trouble because of the multiple layers of on- optimization they have to do for all these consoles you have to get all of these consoles to run this game at at least 60 frames per second and make it look decent that's not easy to do on one two three four consoles like really yeah. that's not smart so no
2: it's not no i agree with you Yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, when they decide to land that. Also, and I understand this to be giving Sony a huge head start, but let's be honest, if they could launch on the same day, they could even launch a month before PlayStation 5, Sony will jump out to a huge lead no matter what. So is there any wisdom in making the spring, the spring of the Xbox Series X? And that's when that system launches. It comes with Halo and all those. Like, I feel like there's some wisdom potentially there too, but I don't think they'll do that. I just feel like that's something they should should at least – entertain but i don't, think they they
0: don't have to do that for two reasons one holiday obviously you still want to sell a brand new console during the holidays and two i still think you're going to have a selling point again you don't have your killer app but you have a selling point with games i think out of the two here here's my opinion on the two launches so far with everything we know I'm going to favor PS5 only, personally, only because of Miles Morales, which that is basically, and they, it's been confirmed that it's kind of like a Lost Legacy game, which I personally liked Uncharted Lost Legacy a lot. But exactly. as I played it, I did feel like it, it was not a full on sequel type. Experience. It wasn't a
2: full Uncharted game, agreed. Yeah. Right. But
0: I don't want to downplay it and be like, well, this game's it's just going to be an expansion trash. I don't think so. I think I'm going to enjoy it. It's going to feel good. I think it'll be cool on the PS5. So I'm going to give PlayStation the edge just because to me, it has the most killer app. Um, Microsoft really only has, as far as I know, Gears Tactics. And then there's another game that is exclusive that I'm forgetting the name because I don't care about it, (laughs) but it's not a like, like, it's not, What's
1: that?
0: That's that's Sony, Sony, my (laughs) bad. So, I But what I was going to say is, even though I'm giving the edge to PlayStation, where I do think Microsoft has a selling point is you have those two games that I just listed off that are more niche, but also you have Game Pass, and that's really what they're going to focus on. They're going to include Gears Tactics and the other game in the Game Pass when they're Mm -hmm. advertising it. Totally. But you can still sell... This box, I think it's rumored to be six hundred dollars, is what a lot of people are saying it's gonna be. You can say, for six hundred bucks, you get the console, and then I would attach three months of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate to it.
2: Yeah, they should. And then that.
0: you can advertise. You have three months of the subscription that has over a hundred games, and then you list off the main Xbox Series X games that are coming out at launch for that. Yeah, so I think the launch. No, no you're right. Was pretty nice for Xbox and, because of Game Pass.
2: And you know, having it by holidays when people are buying Christmas presents, of course, 100 percent makes sense. That's why I kind of phrased that as a. I wonder if there's any wisdom in moving it to the spring. I don't know that there is. I, you know, they might really th- dig themselves in a hole that they can't get out of if they did that. So I, I get it. I totally get it. Um, it's just a bummer that Halo won't launch with it because I thought oh, that no. was actually. I thought they had a chance of actually putting up pretty decent numbers this holiday with halo infinite coming even if it doesn't look like everyone wanted it to i still think halo infinite is gonna blow the doors off with sales it's it always will halo games always will do that so i actually thought they had a pretty good shot I
0: excited for the xbox series x because of halo yeah now that halo is not coming i'm a little less excited in my uh My focus is definitely, I wouldn't say Switch. It's always been on PS5, that I must have a PS5. Yeah,
2: Yeah, for me, PS5, I'm still waiting. Like, Miles Morales looks awesome. Still waiting to see what are those one or two other games that I only get to play there this holiday.
0: Is that, I want to say, it's not Cami, that Kenya or Kona. Is that a launch game? I don't know. It's
2: it's another one that said 2020, I think. I think it said 2020.
0: I thought it was 2020. I thought it was a holiday twenty twenty. If it is, I would think that would be a launch game. And if it is uh, again
2: Sony hasn't given us a lot of dates. They've given us some and the ones they've given us are basically like holiday.
0: I think that this whole launch of for both these consoles has been absolutely horrendous. We're Dude, all, it's
1: crazy. I, to be yeah, fair, I think a lot of the, the development has been going on is because of the
2: pandemic. Yeah, pandemic too. has affected things for sure. All I know uh, is that I'm in- still going
0: with we're not hearing as much. Not because of the pandemic. We're not hearing as much because they're playing games with each other.
2: They are, for sure. I, I, I really
0: don't, I don't think Microsoft wants to screw up like they did last time. So they're just sitting here going, is or, PlayStation going announce it? And PlayStation is going, no, we've got a 100 million gamers.
2: Working. Or they saw the success. I have no idea if they care about this at all, either of these companies. Nintendo had a ton of success announcing a system in October, giving pricing and release date to... Uh, details in January and launching in March. What if they saw that window and saw that that hype level is a you're able to build it and get everything you need within a couple of months. You don't need it. You're running out of
0: time, man. We're in August. We're talking three months from now.
2: Yeah, I know. They'd have to announce. I, I think September is the month where we're going to get all these details, but um, who knows? Who knows? Oh, by the way, speaking of Nintendo, um, the only news I have from them is they keep tweeting out really annoying stuff. But one of the things they tweeted out was uh, Mario was sitting on the beach? He had some kind of cool drink. He was oh, sitting under an yeah. umbrella. He was sitting on the beach, and the caption read, Stay cool, Mario. That's it. That's all it was. Mario was sitting on the beach for Mario Odyssey. And so people are like, What are you doing? Is this a tease? Like, or was this whoever is on their social media team? Were they literally just trying to make a fun summer meme and not thinking that you're going to trigger everyone about Mario Sunshine? Who knows? Um, but
1: uh, all we well, know is why.
0: A mask to protect him from COVID. That's all he did you. not I have
1: like a, that, um, that Mario's not allowed to have nipples. Like Mario whenever he nipples, he no shrug, nipples. He'd have That's no, right. nips. no nips. Yeah,
2: too sexualized. Um, but we know that still, still waiting for anything outside of Pikmin 3 in Bakugan for this fall. Can't wait to hear <laughs> that. Uh, for Sony, the only news I was aware of was this whole uh, Spider-Man Avengers debacle. Anything else, Dan, before we close
1: out? Um, so Actually, so it was it's uh, Kenna Bridge of Spirits. Kenna, thank you. Not Kenna. Kenna. Okay. Um, and it, as of right now, it says scheduled uh, for release in late 2020. Right. Um, yeah, what does I, that mean? Yeah. I, I honestly can definitely see that one getting pushed to maybe early 2021. I, I don't know how far into development they are. I mean, they showed gameplay, but who knows? Yeah,
2: yeah that game looks um, really charming, and it looks beautiful. Yeah guess like, that'd be kind of cool, from in my opinion, to have like a nice February game like yeah. that coming out, you know. So, um,
1: but I do have something not Sony specific, uh, but hot off the presses, guys. Yeah, uh, the next Batman game will be called Batman Gotham Knights. Uh, more information will be released on the twenty second at that DC fandom event that's going to be going on. Who's developing that um, one? WB Montreal. Okay, got it. Hot off the presses, Gotham
2: Knights. Nice, very cool. Ooh. Be interesting to see how that one. In any way, if it all ties in with the Suicide Squad game that's coming out too.
1: It's cool. Be interesting. Yep. 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 Yep.
2: All right, dudes, we're way over the, the normal time, but I appreciate it. I thought this was really good and interesting conversation. I'm curious to see how all this unfolds. Uh, but really, I just, I'm trying to get back to playing on my PC. So if we could please stop talking, that would be awesome. I just need to get back to my. I mean, sure oh, get...
0: I would care if you actually would play a good game on your PC. And hey guys, I'm uh, playing Gears Tactics.
2: I'm playing a lot of different stuff, man. Dude, if I, if I listed every game I fired up on there. By the way, uh, Xfinity keeps texting me like, hey, you're using up all of your data cap for this month because I keep downloading like everything.
1: Oh, I'm going to go to hell, all right? There should be no caps. I know, there um, should not be. Also, if you like that Jurassic Park uh, evolution game, Tim, you should try a game on PC called Parkasaurus. Look it up, Parkasaurus. I
2: saw that on Steam. Yeah, it keeps recommending it to me. Um, it. Al- oh, but I didn't even talk about Alan White. Just real quick, it is pretty freaky game like i, I i've played yeah. it i'm gonna keep going it's interesting i didn't realize how terrifying that game is was <laughs> like like you get into that cabin and the eyeballs all pop up on the tv i was like what is this this is so freaky anyway so it's cool though i like it i like the flashlight mechanic and stuff it's cool
1: it's a great game
2: yeah i'm looking forward to, to getting through that one so all right dudes you guys have a good night thank you all for listening and we'll talk to you next time
1: i am less furious now thank
2: you <laughs> Here we go! Well, I do seem to attract the scum of the earth.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right.
0: Watch out!
1: Boy, you are not ready. Do what you were born to do. You are a hero.
0: finishing this fight.